What is the health data privacy and security legacy of the Obama administration? And what are the biggest health data privacy and security issues facing the new Trump administration? I'm Marianne Kolbesak-McGee, Executive Editor of Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with Privacy Attorney Kirk Nara of the law firm Wiley Rhine. Kirk will be discussing some of the biggest privacy and security-related challenges he sees facing the Trump administration as it settles in, and also what he sees as some of the biggest failures and accomplishments of the Obama administration when it comes to privacy and security issues. So, Kirk, for starters, if you were to sum up very briefly what you think the Obama administration's legacy is when it comes to privacy and security, especially as it relates to health information, what sticks out to you as the biggest accomplishments and the biggest failures and why? Well, I think it's been a generally very useful and thoughtful and reasonable legacy. I don't know that there's been tremendous high points particularly. I think what we've really seen has been a continuing thoughtful evolution of what is still a pretty new area for federal law and federal regulations. We obviously started off way back in the beginning of the Obama administration with the high-tech law, which was a mixture of the administration and Congress, obviously, and that had some very important changes to the HIPAA rules, including the breach notification provisions, which have had a lot of impact, bringing business associates within the scope of the regulations. And so those are very significant and developments. I mean, again, that seems like such a long time ago at this point. I think beyond that, we've seen the healthcare field, thought leadership. We've seen a lot of useful guidance. We've seen a reasonable and thoughtful enforcement program on some broader privacy issues. We've seen, again, a lot of useful thinking. There hasn't necessarily been new law, new regulations outside of the high-tech provisions, but I think it's really been a good set of education materials and thought leadership materials on issues that we are facing involving privacy in a economy and a sort of healthcare environment that's changing pretty rapidly, certainly from the original days of the HIPAA rules. So, Kirk, as we all know, there's been a number of major cyber attacks in the U.S. over the last couple of years, ranging from Anthem to OPM to the alleged Russian hacks on the Democratic National Committee. But there was also passage of the Cybersecurity Information Sharing Act and a ramp-up of HIPAA enforcement activity, especially towards the tail end of the Obama administration. So with that said, what sort of overall grade do you give the U.S. in advancement of privacy policies and overall cybersecurity during the Obama administration, and why? Let's focus on security, I think, more than than privacy directly. And I think that when we're talking about security issues, there's sort of two concepts that get mixed up a little bit. We have sort of data security, which is like the HIPAA security rule that's designed to protect personal information. And then you have broader cybersecurity concerns like the information sharing bill that you mentioned. And, And cybersecurity is really the idea of It's got a national security implication, and it's got a a sort of a we're all in this together and all our systems are interconnected and we've got to worry about the the general systems. That's obviously really important, and I think that's taken on sort of a life of its own in the last few years. What we see in 
in the healthcare context or in the HIPAA context, and, and this is true in a lot of the other areas where there is specific legislation, is it's, you know, we're trying to protect the security of personal information, protected health information under HIPAA. Sometimes those problems are hackers and external entities getting into your systems. Just as often, it's somebody losing a laptop or somebody misplacing a document or an insider stealing information. So we really have to think about two different kinds of of concepts. I mean, I think that the fact that we continue to see security breaches on a pretty ongoing basis means we still have a ways to go in that area. There's a lot of debate about whether we actually have more security breaches now or we just know more about them because of things like the breach notification laws that require those things to be made more visible and more public. I think the healthcare industry is getting better. I think most people in the healthcare industry care a lot about these issues, but I also don't think that we're either done with that progress or, frankly, are ever going to get to a point where it's a perfection standard. We're not really shooting for a perfection standard. We're shooting for a you know, a better and better standard, and we're trying to make it harder and harder for things to go wrong. But one of the challenges in the healthcare industry is that there's a real tension between other goals that we have in the healthcare system, things like transparency and patient access and patient engagement, where we're trying to make information available to different people. And it's not that that's necessarily inconsistent with good security, but there are some tensions there. And so I think there's more and more awareness. I think people are getting smarter about what they need to do. But, you know, like a lot of things, we're, we're sort of chasing what the bad guys are doing, particularly on cybersecurity. And we're finding in the healthcare industry and in the broader environment that that's hard to do because there are bad people trying to do bad things and they're actually really good at what they're doing. And so that's a real challenge. So, Kirk, with that said, what are some of the biggest challenges that you see facing Trump and his administration when it comes to health data privacy and security-related issues that are still left hanging over from the Obama administration? I don't know that I would look at this and say, wow, we, you know, we failed to do X under the administration, or there was something that would just was, was not addressed at all. I think the issues with the new administration are really going to be how they address these issues at all. We haven't really seen any indication at this early stage, and, and obviously need to concede it's an early stage, but we haven't really seen any indication of what this administration views as their position on any of these issues. So we, we're, we're going to watch that. We're going to see whether we're going to have continued enforcement. Are we going to have continued budget support for the Office of Civil Rights, Office of the National Coordinator, Federal Trade Commission, people like that. We really don't know the answer to that yet. I mean, I would not expect a dramatic change in, in anything. I think we're going to continue to see reasonable enforcement. I wouldn't expect to see a ramping up of enforcement particularly, but we're going to see continued enforcement in the thoughtful, responsible way that the Office for Civil Rights in particular has done for many years. One of the issues that I think is left outstanding from the Obama administration, which I think should be addressed, but I'm not sure will be addressed by the new administration, is the continuing issue involving essentially non-HIPAA healthcare information. And what I mean by that is you know, the HIPAA rules were written from a statute in 1996 and went into effect in the early 2000s, and they focused on a very traditional view of the healthcare industry, doctors, hospitals, pharmacies, health insurers. And what we've seen over the past decade is vast growth in the places 
and the entities that are collecting healthcare information, collecting, creating, using, disclosing. We're seeing, you see wearables, you see mobile apps, you see all kinds of websites, you see wellness programs, you see just a variety of places where healthcare information is being used and gathered and disclosed that are not subject to the HIPAA rules. And so the Obama administration, as part of its overall sort of big data thought leadership, was identifying that concern and essentially raising the idea that we need to address that, but there wasn't much progress on actually doing anything about that. And I expect that problem to continue over the next few years, but I'm not sure that's an issue that's really going to percolate in this new administration. So we're going to continue to see lots of healthcare information being used and gathered and collected in ways that are not regulated by the HIPAA rules, often meaning they are largely unregulated. So, Kirk, with that said, and the fact, you know, as you mentioned earlier, that there isn't a lot known yet about the way Trump's policies might lean in terms of, you know, some of these privacy and security issues, is there anything, you know, top of the agenda or that should be top of agenda for Trump's administration as it settles in when it comes to either health data security and privacy or privacy and cybersecurity issues in the big picture, whether they want to face it or not, this is something they're going to need to look at right away. I mean, I think, again, if you're, if you're sort of reading tea leaves, and I think that's really all we can do at this point, we have a couple of data points. Clearly, there's interest in the administration in dealing with cybersecurity issues. There have been a variety of, you know, aggressive statements about how bad our cybersecurity system is and a variety of, at this point, kind of vague assertions about future steps that, we're, that are going to be taken. So I think there will be some kind of action taken probably in the next couple of months uh, dealing with overall cybersecurity. Now, whether that's going to be, again, there's no particular reason to think that's focused on the healthcare industry. In some ways, the healthcare industry is actually more advanced than other industries because they've had a regulatory structure for quite a while. That doesn't mean it's a perfect structure by any sense of the imagination or that everybody's doing as good a job as they could, but there is at least a set of requirements that have existed for a while for the healthcare industry. I think So I think we're going to see some progress on cybersecurity, but at the same time, you've got, you know, a, an administration that seems to be against lots of new regulations on businesses, so I will be a little surprised if there's a broad overall cybersecurity law that imposes a bunch of new requirements on companies, but we'll, we'll be watching that. On the privacy side, again, the only major data point is that there seems to be an interest in this administration in broader and broader sort of surveillance government access to, to information that either companies have about people or directly from people themselves, and that's a sort of civil liberties privacy challenge. It's adjacent to the kinds of things that we think of as regulation, HIPAA and Gramm-Leach-Bliley and, and, and laws like that that regulate how companies use personal information. I think that that tendency that we're hearing in the new administration is going to put more and more companies Again, in conflict with the administration, as the administration wants to take and use and access data that companies have, and so I think we're going to need to see that. I wouldn't look at that and say, oh, that's something the administration needs to deal with. I think that it's something where the administration is going to be looking at what they want to do, and companies that have the data 
are going to need to figure out how they interact with the administration. We've seen that so far with some of the technology companies, the Facebooks of the world, Googles and, and Microsoft, places like that. I think we're going to see that filtering down into a broader range of companies. You know, I don't know that there's anything that I would look at and say, oh, the new administration really needs to have a new law on X to protect privacy in some particular sector. And frankly, even if there were something like that, I think the likelihood of a significant new law imposing regulations on a new sector of the American economy or the kind of broad general privacy law that you see in, in Europe and in many other countries. I just don't see any realistic likelihood of that happening here. Aside from the question of whether it would be a good idea, I just don't see any realistic likelihood of that happening under the new administration. So now, Kirk, in the final days of the Obama administration, the federal government issued its final rule for the common rule, which in a nutshell is described as intended to better protect human subjects involved in research. So when it comes to privacy and security of health data that's used for research purposes, is there anything about the new final rule that stands out to you that healthcare entities and business associates should know about this rule or act upon? And overall, who's most affected by this common rule when it comes to health data privacy and security-related issues? So the new common rule was one of the last uh, regulations to come out of the Obama administration. And frankly, one question is whether it's even going to continue because it seems to be part of the broad instructions from the new administration to basically put a freeze on regulations that aren't effective yet. And that common rule is not effective yet. And so that's that's caught up in the ongoing administration review. And we don't even know whether that common rule is actually going to become the law at some point in the future. With that said, the common rule sort of operates in parallel with the HIPAA privacy rule. The common rule is a you know, a provision that's been around for, I don't know, 50 years at this point, something like that, that was originally designed to protect human subjects mainly from things like bad impacts from new drugs that are being researched, for example. Pa- patients had to give their informed consent is the key word when there was a drug that was being tested on them so that they knew what might happen and they had to be informed of the risks. And over the years, there's become a privacy element to that but again, the, the the core of that originally was was sort of healthcare protection, not really privacy protection. So we have a set of privacy principles that dictate under the common rule how information that's obtained in research can be used and disclosed. Then comes in HIPAA, and HIPAA creates sort of a parallel set of regulations for research. And it essentially says that individual authorization is needed for research activities unless a research board or a privacy board, research board being something that's under the common rule, says you don't need to get individual permission. And so there's been a lot of confusion about how those laws interact. And one of the purposes of this common rule revision was to try to bring those standards closer together, again, so that it's one consistent and, and coherent standard rather than multiple standards. I think the final common rule moves us in that direction without making the two rules the same. So we still have HIPAA provisions. We still have common rule provisions. They're a little closer together. Most entities that are subject to HIPAA, the hospitals, the doctors, et cetera, 
common rule doesn't directly affect how they treat patients, except in the very limited times when they're participating in research studies, and then they have to go on to the common rule. So the common rule really is going to affect research institutions, and many of them are largely outside of the HIPAA system because of the way that the, the research is conducted. So I think this is a, the, the common rule is going to be a step forward. It's actually consistent with a lot of the goals of the new administration in the sense that it's trying to streamline regulations and make them a little more efficient and a little less burdensome. You know, you could argue that they should have gone further than that, but I think in general it's going to be a useful step in the right direction, just maybe is not as big a step as some people might have liked. Thanks, Kirk. I've been speaking to Kirk Nara. I'm Marianne Kolbesak-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.